in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Our reading today from the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 18, and it's a very famous reading. And we pray that the Lord will lead us for a new message through His Holy Spirit. So our title today is Converted or Drawn. So the Lord <coughs> was connecting two things we couldn't imagine that He can connect both together, as we will see in a few minutes. So first of all, He was insisting and to say, unless you are converted, like this little child, you have no way to inherit the kingdom of God. So the first thing I would like to share it is the necessity of the conversion. He say, and said, assuredly I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. And then we think of it, why are you insisting that we have to be converted like children to be able to inherit the kingdom of God? And again he's saying it's a conversion. In many occasions we believe that this relationship with God is just I have to be in the mode of doing certain things. I go to church on a Sunday, I uh, fast at a certain time, I eat certain foods on certain days, and this is how I could be a Christian. Here he is saying it's a conversion. Saint Ambrose was seeing it that to be converted to be a Christ-like, and he was asking himself and telling us, who is this child that we need to be like him? Who is this child whose example is to be followed by Jesus? Disciples other than the one about whom Isaiah said, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. It is he who said, Carry your cross and follow me. Also it is in Peter, 1 Peter 2.23, Who when he was reviled did not revile in return. When he suffered he did not threaten. And then again, he's asking me and you this morning, are you ready to receive this conversion? Are you ready to activate it because you have already received it? Here what St. Paul is telling us in Colossians 2.12, you have started, but maybe not effective yet. But it was him in baptism, in which you also were raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from dead. He's telling us when he was raised from dead in day one, when we are baptized in day one, when we came to the church, he was showing us very clearly, this is the beginning. You have started a new life, you have started your own conversion. And then he's telling us in Acts 3.19, then pursue it, continue. In 19 Peter was preaching and was telling them repent therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord so it's a series yes I have been baptized years ago but repentance is a status even the power of baptism is a status it's not one of it's a continuous act that's why I need in need of a continuous conversion. And then my sins are always blotted out. 
then I am enjoying something else. Times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. I, am, I believe that we are in His presence. We say in the song of Uru, Manu is among us as now in His glory with His Father and His Holy Spirit. Then St. Paul is telling us there is a confidence. If you are in this process of conversion, you have to obtain this confidence. Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Surely it will be completed. Why? Because I have a confidence in the one who called me, the one who chose me to be buried with him. He's calling me every day for repentance, putting out my sins, new conversion, and it ends up with the fullness of refreshing times. And then in Matthew 16, the Lord, 18, sorry, verse 6, the Lord was connecting both of them. Now you are telling us we need to be converted to be like children or little children. Why now are you connecting this with stumbling others? Immediately in verse 6, he said, Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depths of the sea. Why are you seeing it as so serious to stumble someone else? And what is the relationship between being a, a, a child, a little child, and then doing such thing against one of your children. If you go back to the one verse before, verse 5, he was telling us, whoever receives one little child like this in my name receives me. He's showing us now you are not dealing with humans. You are dealing with me. If you are receiving anyone, if you are honoring anyone, if you are despising anyone, you are dealing with me in person. That's why when you stumble someone, you did it to me in person. That's why it's too big. St. Paul saw it very easily in his encounter with the Lord in Acts chapter 9, verse 4 and 5. Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Soul, soul, why are you persecuting me? And then he said, Who are you, Lord? I was killing the Christians. and I was persecuting and stumbling the Christians. I didn't come near you at all. But he is telling him, it was done to me in person. That's why when we stumble someone, we are stumbling him in Christ. We are devaluing this person whose Christ died for him. And then again, we are not here to talk about ethics. But we are talking about me and you. Are we seeking the Holy Spirit to change our attitudes, not to stumble anyone? even with the word. Sometimes we are forwarding texts or emails or sharing links. Is it to stumble each other or is it for the glory of God? Is it we have this woe to you or we are glorifying Christ, receiving a person, edifying a person as we receive him? The way you are dressed, the way you are speaking, the way you are sharing even your thoughts. Is it stumbling people? And you are seeing that you are free to do whatever you want. It's telling you now, you are dealing with me in person, in each and every occasion. St. John Chrysostom was telling us how serious it is. He was saying, by this punishment that man deserves for, obst for obstructing others, we learn the reward awaiting those who save others. 
the choice is too clear. Either you are saving others or stumbling others. If the salvation of one soul has not been so great to Christ because it is his life, is offering his life to each and every one of us, he would not have threatened a punishment as such for him who distracts anyone. He is not fearing us, but he is telling us in every occasion when you talk to someone, when you deal with someone, have the opportunity to gain him as if you are receiving Christ or to lose him and you are deserving this punishment. Let me conclude with you with these few words. And again, it is a time of repentance in the liturgy itself. If you are parents, how important to bring your child up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. It doesn't matter how old your child is. He wants to see a conversion. Some of us never heard of the word. Some of us rejected the word. Some of us don't believe it will come to my life. And maybe my son or my daughter doesn't have such conversion because they saw me going to church every week or every now and then. I'm the same person, same stubbornness, same sins, and there's no light of conversion. For teachers or Sunday school teachers, how serious and noble is your task to teach your child or our children to show them how important to be in the likeness of Christ, to start this life of repentance, loading our sins, a continuous conversion. And finally for all of us, our examples and role models whether good or bad, and God will hold us accountable for the effect we have on them at work, at school, at uni, in the church, everywhere. And regarding the, the seeking of the kingdom, you need to see the necessity of being converted. You need to see that the example of child life, as St. John Chrysostom was telling us, it's Christ himself, St. Ambrosary, to entrust and humility be guided as to how we should serve God and how to serve one another. Finally, Sincere again is encouraging us for the Eucharist. Now you are going to be empowered. If you were a stumbling block for many for years, it's time to receive the power of conversion. It's the life of Christ. By what means can man on earth, wrapped in this, come back to, the, to incorruption? I answer and say this, dead body has to share in the power of the giver of life is God himself descending from God as for the power of the giver which belongs to God the Father this is the only begotten Son the Word whom he sent to us as a Savior and a Redeemer a personal Savior and cosmological Savior a personal Redeemer and cosmological Redeemer. Let us all enjoy this newness of life through this conversion in Him. May the glory of Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever. Amen.